the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hebrews 13, 5, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Friend, you can be an overcomer in Him, but you can't be an overcomer without Him. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. 1 John chapter 4, verse 16, God is love. God sent His Word and healed them. And God is sending His love to you today through His Word to bring blessing and healing to you physically, mentally, emotionally, and in every way. God is love. Hear this message. It's a message that tells us that God's love is a healing love. God's with you, friend. He's going to heal you today. Believe the message and let the message build faith in your heart and God's will will be done in your life. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. I'm going to the pulpit. Come into the sanctuary now and hear the Word of God and be healed. Take your Bible, hold it up and say, this is the Word of God. Friend, listen, this is the Word of God. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It comes and does spiritual surgery. This is the Word of God. Let's put it over our heart. You pray this prayer after me. Thank you, Father, for your holy word. Thank you, Father, for your holy word. I need your word today. I need your word every day. You have given me your word. Now bless the pastor as he preaches your word. Open my heart to hear and receive your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. The Word of God for the hurting. The Word of God. Now, two things I want to mention today. First is, Jesus is always with us. Never leaving us, never forsaking us. He is always with us. Secondly, I want to talk about Jesus coming in a special way when there is a special need. Even though he's with us all the time, he does break forth in special ways at certain times, certain circumstances. So hear the word of God. Be blessed by the word of God. Be healed by the word of God. Be delivered and liberated by the word of God. Friend, again, I'll say it again. This is your day. Hear the word of God and let it come in because God is here to do something beautiful for you, something wonderful. Jesus is always with us. Say that. Jesus is always with me. Now say this. Jesus is always with me. Now read the scripture that is there. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Now he is always there. Always. When I feel his presence and when I don't feel his presence, there are times you're going to feel the wonderful 
comforting presence of the Lord. And that is a wonderful feeling to know that Jesus is there. The feeling of security, the feeling of warmth and comfort, the the feeling of knowing that he's giving guidance and you're not walking alone. Oh, I wish I could go on and I wish I had a vocabulary to tell you how it feels to feel his presence. And those of you who have felt his presence, know what I'm talking about. It just, it, it's beyond words to feel the presence, the very presence of Jesus just standing right there, arm in arm, linked with you, with me, going through whatever we're going through. He's always there. Notice what the scripture says, the promise. Never, we've underscored it, never, never will I leave you nor forsake you. Never. How long is Never. Whether you feel him or whether you don't feel him, it's still never will I forsake you. There are times that you're not going to feel the presence of God. You're going to feel the absence or a feeling of the absence. But listen, listen, friends, your feelings don't count. Your feelings do not dictate the terms. Your feelings are like are like the temperature out there. One day it's 92, the next day it's 67. <laughs> Your feelings are like a thermometer. They go up and down like a yo-yo. Feelings don't count. That's what counts. This is what counts. The promise of God is forever the same. So whether you feel him or whether you don't feel him, he doesn't change at all. He hasn't moved. He is with you all the time. Let me tell you this little story. I like to tell little stories. This guy was driving along in his car, and uh, his wife was way over there to the passenger side, and they were driving along, and they were in an old pickup truck. It's really what it was. And then finally she spoke up. They were so quiet. She spoke up, and she said, it was never like this before. Remember when you and I were just all snuggled up together? We were so close We were touching each other, feeling each other. Now look at us. Look at the separation. What's gone wrong? He just looked. He said, I haven't moved. (laughs) I'll explain that to you when you shake hands with me. (laughs) Friends, God doesn't move. If there is a movement, it's our movement away from him. Because he's always there. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. And in Psalm 118, he says this. His steadfast love endures forever. Now, you just read that a moment ago in your call to worship. It's in your bulletin, the call to worship. His steadfast love endures forever. Three times it says that. His steadfast love endures forever. Come on, say it. His steadfast. Come on again. His One more time. His steadfast love endures forever. Three times for emphasis. Maybe it's because of the Trinity. The Father, his steadfast love endures forever. The Son, his steadfast love endures forever. The Holy Spirit, his steadfast love endures forever. God is saying it over and over again. You're hearing it over and over again. Let us hear it like we're hearing it again for the first time. Let it get down deep into our hearts where we'll know that his steadfast love endures forever. Steadfast simply means it's fixed in place. 
It's solidly fixed in place. The word endure means it continues in that fixed state. So regardless of how I feel, that love is on me. That love is over me. That love is surrounding me. I'm covered by his love. I'm filled with his spirit. He is with me all the time. Never will I leave you. In temptation, he's there. When temptation comes on, I feel that I'm overpowered by another power, another force greater than my power, greater than anything a human man can do to resist it. He's there. Never will I leave you. Oh, that is so comforting to me. Friend, let me tell you something, fellas and ladies. When temptation comes, put that scripture in your mind. Memorize it. If you can't memorize it, write it on a three by five card. Uh, Put it on your dashboard in your car. Put it in your pocket. Put it in your purse. And when that temptation is there and those thoughts are going through your mind, quote it. Let it come out verbally, loudly. Hebrews 13, 5, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Friend, you can be an overcomer in him, but you can't be an overcomer without him. But you can resist anything. Yes, anything, anything, any power, any force. Too many of God's people are succumbing to doubts, to fears, uh, to evil thoughts, to evil behaviors. We're, We're giving in. We're giving in. Because we can't fight the devil. The devil has power. We can't fight evil. Evil is a terrible force in the world today. But when you have Jesus, and you know you have Jesus, and when you feel it, his presence, and when you don't feel his presence, you still have Jesus. He's there with you all the time, blessing you. And when trouble comes, and trouble will come, friend, listen, I'll say it again. Life is going to hurt you. Many of you have already been hurt by life. Life is hurting some of you right now. And so when that trouble comes and you just feel pressed down, pressed down, a heavy weight, a heavy burden, a cloud, a grayness in your thinking, it's like a cloud over you. Say those words of Jesus. Say, Jesus, you said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And regardless of how I feel and how the trouble is upon me, you are greater than my problem. You're greater than my trouble. You're with me. When I'm sick, never will I leave you nor forsake you. When misfortune comes, never will I leave you nor forsake you. Friend, you're hearing it. You're hearing it. You've heard it so many times before, but hear it again today and be blessed by it. He is always with us. Always with us. Now, he comes to us at special times in special situations. Even though he is always with us, Watch how he moves into a particular troubled situation, into a particular temptation. When we're tempted, he comes in a particular way. When there's trouble, he comes in a particular way. When there's misfortune, when there's sickness, he'll come in his own inimitable way. He's there. Watch how it happens. The special ways Jesus comes. I want to go back to that Easter sermon. Cleophas said, Simeon, uh, Simon were on the Emmaus Road. It was Easter afternoon. 
They saw Jesus die on the cross. They knew he was dead. They saw his body taken down. They saw his body put in the tomb. They saw the stone rolled away. They saw the governor put his seal on the stone. They saw the soldiers guarding the tomb. They saw it all. Now, these men had been with Jesus approximately three, three and a half years. They had seen healings and miracles of all kinds. They had heard Jesus himself speak. It was beautiful. It was wonderful, the faith that they had. Even Peter said to Jesus on one occasion, we have left all to follow you. They had given everything up. They had a very special relationship with the Lord Jesus. Well, now they're on the Emmaus Road, feeling so defeated, so down, so dejected. (sighs) They were like defeated warriors. They were walking. They were walking, but they were limping inside. They'd seen Jesus die. As far as they knew, he was still dead. Oh, the ladies told him that he was alive. But somehow, it's just like hearing a sermon. I hear it, but it didn't hit me. I hear it, but it didn't get through to me. I heard it, but I'm still tempted. I'm still struggling. I still have problems. Nothing has happened. I I hear and hear and hear. But somehow, I'm not listening. It's not getting through. Well, that's what happened to two of those men. Now, if those men had, had that, and they did, this wonderful relationship with the Lord, a visible relationship, those of us who have an invisible relationship, we need to look to the Word perhaps even more so than they did. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message following this important invitation. The Church of Friendship and Joy, where Christ is honored and people are loved. This is what you will discover at the Largo Community Church, located in South Bowie, right off of Central Avenue. But just don't take my word for it. Listen to what others are saying about the church. I came to the Church of Friendship and Joy about 12 years ago. The ministries here are wonderful. Our small groups are wonderful. It's a home away from home, so I am so thankful and grateful to have found Largo Community Church. Uh, Having attended many churches around the country and even worldwide on a military basis, I'm really surprised to see how much I've been drawn to Largo Community Church. I'm Linda, retired commander of the United States Navy. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at the Largo Community Church at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. The Word of God comes forth in mighty power. It's the bread of life. It's the water of life. It's the meat of life. It's the manna from heaven. It's our strength. He begins to open the Scripture, and then he breaks bread, which is a form of holy communion. Now, communion is, uh, is not going to mean anything unless there is that daily walk with the Lord. It's going to be a ritual. You're going to come up here. There are people today who they'll come out perhaps on a communion Sunday to take communion. But they haven't walked with God. They haven't had a, a daily prayer life with God. They haven't had the scripture taught to them, either privately reading it, in a small group learning it, in a Sunday school class learning it, in a worship service learning it. I mean, the scripture is just sort of a, a, a hit and a miss thing. And then, and then, and then he breaks the bread. 
So first, he walks with us daily. He talks with us daily. He opens the scripture to us daily. And then communion service is when we really meet the Lord in a very unusual, wonderful way, appreciating his broken body and his shed blood. And we know the power of his broken body, his shed blood, and his resurrection. There's the formula. You need to look at your bulletin, take it home, memorize it, read the scripture again. Friend, you may have to go through a little exercise to get to where you want to be, to get that temptation broken, to move beyond that troubled situation. The scripture needs to be open to you. It will open to you. And then God will have communion with you in the breaking of bread, the Lord's Supper, the fruit of the vine, uh, the the wafer, it will come alive. It'll be meaningful to you. And it won't be just a, a ritualistic service that you're going through. When sickness comes, you have been walking with the Lord. You've been talking with the Lord. You've had the scripture open to you. You've been taking communion. When misfortune comes, you've been walking with the Lord. You've been talking with the Lord. You had the scripture open to you. He's now going to break the bread and have spiritual communion with you. You have already been prepared. Sometimes we get sick. Oh, hey, get the church to pray for me. Yeah, that's wonderful. You need to do that. But you need to have personally been walking with God, talking with God, having scripture open with God, breaking bread with God. Friend, you've got to do something. You've got a formula. It's a formula in the word of God for our healing and our deliverance and our wholeness in Christ. Anybody know what I'm talking about or trying to talk about today? Now, these men said, as they walked that way, they said, when he opened the, began to open the scripture to them, he said, did not our hearts burn within us? That's, that's the kind of heartburn we all want. <laughs> Don't need an alka for that one. Now, did not our hearts burn? As I was preparing this over and over again, I felt almost, no, not almost, it was true. Every time I would go back and begin looking at this scripture, and I've been looking at it for days, there was a, like a wave of glory would come over me. A wave of a presence would come over me. I'd have to stop and pray for a moment, walking with God, talking with God, scripture opening to me, God breaking bread with me. God was there. Friend, today, your heart will burn with you. There's a little pilot light that's it's inside every Christian today. Uh, the, the flame may have gone out, but I truly believe that that pilot light is there. But the Holy Spirit wants to breathe upon that pilot light and blow it into a flame of glory, of Pentecostal glory, of upper room glory. God is here to bless. Oh, how he cares and how he loves and how he wants to bless. Now, notice, notice this, one more thing. Oh, one more thing. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm so glad you're here. He walks with them. He talks with them. He opens the scriptures to them. He breaks bread with them. He does one more thing. Look at the bottom one. He sends them back to church. (laughs) Friend, God's not going to do anything with you until you and I recognize we are part of a redeemed company of people. You are not a solo redeemed individual. You are redeemed in a company. Jesus said, I will build my church. That's the theme of the 45th anniversary of the Largo Community Church. Yes, he builds individuals as he builds them into the body of Christ. And he's building you 
into the body. People say, well, I could stay home. I don't need the church. Friend, you're, you're, you're weak. You're puny. You're, you're nothing without Jesus. You can't fight battles without Jesus. You can't fight temptations. You can't fight sickness. There, there's really nothing you can do. Now, the Lord has given us a prescription. A prescription, you, you don't need a prescription, a doctor's prescription. You can't take this to the, to the pharmacy or to the drugstore and get it filled out. There's something deep inside where that little pilot light is that no prescription, no medication, no one can get to it but the Holy Spirit. But when the Holy Spirit gets to it, the Holy Spirit can touch you where you're hurting, where your greatest need is, where your doubt is, where your fear is, where your insecurity is, where your lostness is. Friend, you're not long for this world. Jesus is coming. And you're going to go to heaven in company. You're not going to a solo heaven. You're not going to say, oh, I can be in heaven without the body of Christ. I can be in heaven without God's people. Friend, you are an intelligent, smart person. What kind of reasoning is that? Friend, if you don't know God's people now and have that warm, near fellowship, touching one another, shaking hands with one another, laughing and loving and hugging one another, friend, there there is just something missing in your life. You need the formula. Follow the formula. And when you don't follow the formula, it's like the doctor says, Jack, if you don't take the prescription, I can't sit behind my desk and do anything for you. Friend, if you don't take the prescription... Walking, talking, opening scripture, breaking your bread, and going back to the church. Jesus sent those two disciples. He said, you don't need to be out here alone on this road by yourself sharing your doubts and amplifying your doubts. You need to get back where there's faith. You need to get back to the house of God. You are a people of God. Then be with the people that you claim to be like. Be with the people that you are. That's why you're here today. So I'm preaching to the choir right now. (laughs) You're here in the house of the Lord. Now these are holy habits. Some habits, we think of habits as being wrong, wanting to be delivered from habits. But these are holy habits. These are things that we need to do consistently and regularly, daily, walking, talking, having the scripture open, communing with God. Being part of the people of God. Hey, you've been running with the wrong crowd. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> yes. Let's, let, you're my kind of people. I want to be with you. You're my spiritual family. You're the people that strengthens me and helps me, and, and I need you. And so Jesus sends them right back to the people of God. Now, Jesus shares his resurrection with all of us. You know those disciples on that road had a resurrection experience? They went back to church. Their church, the 12 disciples, the 11 disciples, and and the ladies that were following, and there were other people, they went back and they identified with them and said, I'm one with you. You're one with me. The Spirit of God that's in you, the Spirit of God is within me. I can't leave you out there and me over here and say we're one because we're not one. We're never together, only on rare, rare occasions. Well, maybe on rare, rare occasions, God's going to heal you. Friend, life's going to hurt you. Troubles are going to come. Follow the formula and know His resurrection power within you. He will bless you. Now, the resurrection is not ours. The resurrection is His. He's the one that rose from the dead. It is totally His. But here's the good point. He shares His resurrection with us. 
hey, he arose. Now you can arise above that temptation, that doubt, that family problem, that difficulty, that, that hurt that has come into your life. You can rise above it in resurrection because he will share it with you. Remember who you are and remember to whom you belong. You belong to Jesus. We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris with some concluding thoughts. I want to thank you for listening to The Healing Word. I pray deeply that you are finding healing through God's Word, emotionally, mentally, physically. You can be part of The Healing Word ministry by praying and giving financially. Others need to hear God's Word and receive God's healing touch, and you can be God's instrument in reaching out to them by supporting The Healing Word with your prayers and financial gifts. Friend, I need your help. I truly thank you and bless you in the name of Jesus for your prayers and financial support. Go to Largo Community Church website, largocc.org, that's L-A-R-G-O-C-C.org, for the mailing address and to learn more about the Healing Word Ministries. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at the Largo Community Church at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service to experience a wonderful fellowship of believers and faith-building messages based on God's Word that are sure to encourage your spiritual formation in Christ. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org. Be sure to tune in Monday at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until then, blessings on you.